Hello, and welcome to the St. Francis Catholic Chat. I'm Julia. And it's Father Casey. And so today, Father really messed me up on the first countdown. This is our uh, second introduction, because apparently when I'm counting down, I don't start until a few minutes after. I, I really have no clue what you were doing. You, you did five, four, three, three, three two, two, one. <laughs> and then I was like, what? And so I went to start talking, and then all of a sudden he goes, no. And I'm like, what should I do? Yeah, that, that how You know, we're, we're learning this podcast thing. I think we're learning it pretty well. I, th- I think you have to tell someone how you're going to count down before you count down, though. I think, yeah, you know, we need to make the countdown plan. We can't just um, jump right into the countdown. And, um, yeah, you know, we're, we're going to, we will catch up to other good podcasts. We're, we're a little late to the game. <laughs> But overall, you know what's going to happen is that everyone's going to move on to a new platform of something else. Like podcasts are going to be totally old. Yeah, we are going to be like the last podcasters in podcast land. This is going to be, <laughs> and we're going to think we're so cool because we're, we're going to be like, we're going to be the last ones. We're like, oh, look at us. We're like the last ones alive in this podcast world. There's going to be total new. The, nude, the nude. thing is, podcasting is just so much fun. Like, it I, is a lot of fun. I love podcasting. And so I'm willing to podcast even if no one listens. Because, um, <laughs> like, yeah, that's kind of maybe sometimes the way I, I speak is... Do you talk to yourself throughout the day, no, like out loud? No, no, I I talk to people even if they don't want to listen. Like that's okay, kind of so life, you, you life need of the a priest ad- is <laughs> I just like, whether you want to listen or not, I am, um, I'm going to talk at you. So And that's kind of a little bit like podcasting. I, I think I it was a... Whether um, you want to listen or not, you're going to talk to them. I'm Whether there's people that are listening or not, we are here and we're talking. And if uh, if no one listens to this, or just my mom listens to it, do your parents listen to the podcast? Have you told them um, about the podcast? My mom, my mom, I think I actually have no clue. I told them about the first couple. I don't know if they watched the second episode. Now, did episode. you tell them or did you send them a link? Oh, I sent them a link. Yeah, because you got to send the link. I you just tell it. people I about it. it after. I totally avoid it. Yeah, I mean, they they like play it in the house. And I'm like, I'm not. I'm gonna go to my room. Work, yep. Go outside. And Deuces. I not. am just. I am not. I, um, I, I, do you stay in the room when you hear the podcast? <laughs> Oh yeah, if I hear myself speaking, it's like, <laughs> all right, this is all I'm doing for the next half hour. That's so funny. Right? I bounce. I bounce so fast. Yeah, that, that happens. I gotta go. Like, no, thank you. And then I want to comment on, be like, oh, oh yeah, yeah. When we said that, like, that's what this is what was happening there. And oh, this part where we're all really quiet because I was trying to get a cup of coffee and no one else knew what to say, <laughs> and so it was uh, it was very awkward, um, and uh, and all these things. No, podcasting is just a lot of fun. And apparently, you were just telling me that. Um, that you got to smile when you podcast. You do. Okay, so when you when you smile, you can when you're talking to someone on the phone, you totally can hear when they're smiling. I don't know if I can hear that. You really can't. I I swear whenever whenever like someone's really happy, I can hear it on the phone that they're smiling. Right. So you, really? Yes, people people will hear that we're if we're smiling or not. Also, uh, if you sound cheerful or not, like you really? don't want to like sound like a grumpy Yeah, I mean, person on a podcast. Like who would want to listen to that? Well, uh, there's plenty there's plenty of grumpy people podcasts out there that get a lot more listens than we do <laughs> well so, they're probably ranting that's a difference there's a difference between being grumpy and ranting i think so oh 100 really yes because when you're grumpy you're kind of just like oh this is like this stinks complaining blah 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 like don't want to do this kind of like in like a very like melancholy mood but when you're ranting you're like more angry there's more passion behind it like grumpy doesn't have to have any passion Right, grumpy's just like blah. Grumpy is blah. Whereas ranting, it's like. Rah, rah. But then you have to smile. So, but even I feel like even the people that are passionate and ranting still smile on their podcasts. Seriously? Ah, I don't know. I don't ah, know. Whatever. <laughs> I haven't listened to enough podcasts. You know that'll be a thing. Let's um, 
Let's find out. Let's go listen to some podcasts. Well, it'll be a game. And smiling. try to determine if they were smiling or if they were not. And if it's people that do the YouTube or the uh, Facebook oh, Live. Oh, you can find out after. You can try to, you could see, like, smiling, if not smiling. That's that. That's cool. That would be pretty cool. It, um, someone asked us if we were going to do the um, the Facebook and uh, YouTube Live and tag team as we're podcasting, like recording ourselves, video podcasting. I don't think so. I think that's a bridge too far right now. Yeah, I think it depends on how many people actually listen. Well, I think um, right now my mom partially listens. Maybe my your mom, family mom. listens. I think I think my mom, if I'd send them more links, they probably would listen to it, but I'm not consistent with sending links yeah and who knows if we're gonna be consistent with when we uh release we we did Rut two Pro. in two days and then we did one on you know the next on the follow monday and who knows when this is gonna come out we did decide um that we're never gonna pretend like it's a day that it's not so a little behind the scenes we recorded the same peter and paul <laughs> podcast like three days before and then all of a sudden i'm just like oh we're gonna talk like today's peter and paul i know i remember you saying that and i was like you don't probably have to or we could just record it on that day and then just release it later yeah yeah i don't think we should try to be relevant i think we should just do whatever the heck we want to do i think that's a good idea um people usually listen to things when you do what you want and not conform to what you think they want i'm a bastion of non-conformity i just totally um we don't need to conform it we're gonna do whatever we want Speak of doing whatever we want what do we want to talk about today today we're talking about the presence of god Ooh, that sounds cool which it's kind of funny because when we were talking earlier, I was thinking, no one's going to listen to this. I was like, you know what? I bet God is listening to this. <laughs> <laughs> That's perfect. <laughs> presence of God. God's listening. But we, yeah. So, so what do we mean when we talk about presence of God? What, is that, what does that mean? Um, so it's kind of like living out every moment throughout the day with the awareness that God is present and kind of with you and like there throughout the day and like... Okay. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's, 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 it's this attending. So like, because God is always acting, right? Like we need to have the right, we, all of this needs to start with having the right, um, concept of God, that God isn't like just, God doesn't turn his attention to me when I pray. Like I'm trying to get God's attention when I pray. Like that's, that's not how our prayer works. God's always attending to me. God is always loving me. Right. I remember this one, this one homily you said once was um, someone asked you why you were really loud when you like were um, saying the homily, but really quiet when you were saying the prayers. And um, what was, do you remember that homily? Yeah, I remember because I know exactly who I stole it from. Do you remember <laughs> what I said? Um, you said, yeah, I do remember what you said. You said that um, you yell at the people because they don't listen, but God is always listening. And so that's why you can say the prayers quietly. Who did you steal that from? St. John Vianney, patron saint of parish priests. Oh. Yep. Uh, when I, when I, I totally preach, I speak you. to deaf people who don't want to listen. And so I have to shout loudly. And when I, um, but when I pray, speak to the good God who is always listening. And, you know, just I want to throw a little shout out there. St. John Vianney uh, would refer to, to Almighty God as the good God. And I just, God. I just love that. That's so, That's you know, so, something I've so. wanted to start, but I've never been able to do it with like naturalness is like referring to, to God as like the good God. Right. And so, so Jean Vianney, um, le bon Dieu would be how he would say, it, cause he spoke French. How, how would he say it in context? Like the good God, like, Oh no, the good God loves you. Like oh, or, or when, so when, when beautiful. I'm, when I'm saying my prayers, I'm speaking to the good God, you oh, know? Wow. So it's always like the good God instead of just God. Right. right. And I, I've never been able to pick up eventually. Maybe I'll have my little, 
thing. Phrase. My phrase for Howard for Almighty God. <laughs> oh no, you could totally steal it. I mean, um, yeah, for sure. But no, I did steal that from Almighty that God's always paying attention to us. And so when we talk to God, it's not like we have to we don't have to shout at God, right? Um, but God's always paying attention. And so um so we have that right theology that God doesn't um, turn his attention from one thing to another to another, but God is always attending to us and always actually creating us here and now like holding us in creation and always loving us, then presence of God is more about me than it is about trying to get God's attention. And that's so my response to that act of God, that continual act of God, is presence of God. So what is the difference between the presence of God that we have throughout the day and the sacramental presence? Right, so it's using the same word, um, but it's it's kind of different. So, like, God is sacramentally, like, so our Lord is sacramentally present in the Eucharist, right? And so, so our Lord is present there, like, the Eucharist is God, right? And so we say when God is present, um, that, that is, like, when we talk of the Eucharist, that that is God, right? And so the real presence is, is the term that we use to talk about um, Jesus' presence in the Blessed Sacrament. It's real. Like, that right, is, right, right. you point to the Eucharist, you don't say that's bread. You say that's Eucharist. That's that's Jesus Christ. That's that's God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, presence, when we talk about presence of God, it's a different thing. It's about it's about my, it's a, a more, uh, it's shorthand form of saying act of the presence of God mm-hmm. or keeping presence of God, meaning that it's more about what I'm doing. It's not that all of a sudden God is present to me by some magic spell or whatever. Like, right. no, no. Rather, <laughs> this is like my paying attention to God, mm-hmm. like my turning to Almighty God throughout the day. And and um, how do I remind myself that, like, look, God's always looking at me, but I may not always be looking at him. And so presence of God is is about that. It's about knowing um, and paying so again, my my niece who I love, like whenever whenever we're at a family thing now, like everyone's looking at her, right? right. She's of the one course. that all eyes yeah. are on. But she's just like, look, she's doing whatever she wants, right? Mm-hmm. And so some a lot of times there's a lot like we're all like looking at her, and then sometimes she looks at you and you like smile at her and she smiles at you and it's so cute. Um, and that's what we're we're like children with the good God, right? Mm-hmm. And so we, um, he's always looking at us and he always loves us. But we have to like every now and again we look at him and then we smile and you know it's so and that's that's you know um, different ways of keeping presence of God are, are to regularly look back to our heavenly Father throughout the day and realize that He's always been looking at us with love. Yeah, and I know um, one thing that really helps like keep that presence of God is aspirations and saying these aspirations and acts of thanksgiving throughout the day, especially if you went to mass already, and just keeping that um, thanksgiving throughout the day until. Until you make another spiritual communion, right? So that's actually uh, that's a practice that Saint Jose Maria Scriva would um, would do, is that he would celebrate mass when he would celebrate mass, you know, for like a, a good portion of the day. So if he celebrated mass early in the morning, like seven or eight o'clock until noon, he would make acts of thanksgiving for the mass that he had celebrated for having received holy communion. So not just like the short ten minute thanksgiving after mass, which one day we'll do a podcast on that, um, but not just that thanksgiving after mass, like, um, but that he would be making acts of thanksgiving for having received holy communion. Mm-hmm. Uh, regularly throughout the morning until the Angelus. And then he'd pray the Angelus, and then he would switch over to make a spiritual communion and getting ready for Mass the next day. Um, so, yeah, those are little acts of um, Thanksgiving. And then, like you said, aspirations. So what are aspirations? So aspirations are, um, like, phrases, uh, kind of you just say to, to look to God. Um, 
I know some of them can be like from like the gospel um, and can relate to like the actions that you are doing. So like if you're washing your hands, um, just saying like, Lord, make me clean, you know, and just like having having like God with you there. Um, but like it helps you like keep his presence throughout the day. I know one that I did was every time I passed a mirror or um, saw myself in a reflection, I would I would say, Lord, help me see or Lord, make me see. Um, That's awesome. Yeah. (laughs) No, it's like, uh, yeah, those little things. So Lord, that I may see like a greater self-knowledge and kind of seeing when I see myself in a mirror, I recognize how God sees me and I want to, I want to see how God sees me and what the, what the plan is. Lord, if you wish you can make me clean, domine civis potes me mundare. Uh, that that's what the leper says to our Lord. And so when we say, you know, if you do that, like when you're washing your hands, um, yeah, just a little thing like, and to recognize like, yeah, I may be washing like grease or whatever off my hands or just not wash my hands because of Corona, but like the deeper <laughs> sin, the deeper disease and, or, or dirt of sin is something that needs to be consistently washed away from me. And so like Domine Civis, if, Lord, if you want, you can make me clean from sin. Um, mm-hmm. another cool one I love, just going back to our lady and, uh, fiat, right? Uh, Mary, Mary's fiat there. Let it be some aspirations I like better in line. A lot of them I like it better in line, but fiat, right? <laughs> and to just regularly, um, to do that, like, okay, look, I'm, I'm grumpy. I don't want to, I don't want to make this phone call. I'm grumpy. I'm not ranting. I'm grumpy. And <laughs> I don't, I don't want to make this phone call right now or, or whatever. Do I don't want to do the dishes, but like fiat. Like, okay, I could do that, you know. Or um, serviam is another big one, which is the opposite. So the devil's rebellion was a, a non-serviam. I will not serve. Mm-hmm. And so one of the best things we could do is to regularly say, like, no, but I will, Lord, I will serve. Like, completely, uh, it's putting me on the uh, opposite team of the devil to say, I will serve, serviam. Yeah. I will I, I will serve. And so, um, yeah, there's this thing I don't like. I don't want to do this, whatever like mm-hmm. I'm, I mean, and that's that's you know, it's a little way of saying like, okay, I'm in the game. Like, right. I'm I know. In, I'm I know. Also, um, with the with the aspiration serviam, I know it really helps also to do something that you don't want to do right now. Like, let me, you know, I can do the dishes in ten minutes after reading this book or after like replying to this text or whatever. Or but after I'm just do procrastinating. The, yeah. Or after just procrastinating the dishes. But you know, I just like it's so much more powerful and like, um, just to offer it up to do it right now, you know, and like serviam, like Lord, I'm gonna do this right now for you. Um, out of love for you. I know that's also probably more of a mortification rather than asking. Yeah, that could be that could be a great little penance that like the things I don't want to do, I do right now. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, but if I just took a ten minute nap, like a little little power nap, then I'll, <laughs> I'll go I'll go do that afterwards. Like, nope, sorry, I'm I'm doing it right now. Like, or I'm to in. finish the things. Nung Chepi is a, a like to begin now. Just begin now. Like begin again. Begin now. Like we begin we begin now. I know oh, I'm, finishing. Oh, that's a cool I know, thing. Yeah, I know I'm the worst at actually, like once I do my laundry, like, you know, I could do my laundry, I'll keep, I'll fold it into my hamper, but putting it away, oh my. Speak of that, I actually still have laundry in the dryer that's been there for a few days. Rut row. Rut row. That's no bueno. Um, but uh, no, yeah, I know that's, I like have it for a few days, like folded in my room. And um, I know just like thinking like, oh, I can do this right now and like put it away and just like, remember God in that and like keeping his presence too. Yeah. Just even thinking about that. Like, so I usually never, ever keep laundry in the dryer. Um, ever. I put it, I, Why I is it in there then? yeah, I had to run off and do something, but then it's a great example. It's, I think it's been there since Friday or Saturday. And so, but that, that's a great example of how, if we, if we put stuff off, it gets more difficult. Like it's no problem for me to just fold my laundry as soon as the dryer finishes and just put it right away. But the longer you put it off, the worse it becomes. Um, 
cool little story. Uh, St. John Henry Newman uh, compared uh, praying the Liturgy of the Hours, the Divine Office. So every priest prays the Liturgy of the Hours every day. Uh, now it's comprised of, of five different uh, hours, five different times of prayer. So the midday is actually three, can be three different ones. When he was praying, it would have been eight different times um, throughout the day. And one of the things he would say is that praying the office, it's, it's like a man's conversion. And that it, um, if you pray a bunch of it early in the day, it's a lot easier to do it earlier. If you put it off, it seems so difficult. And your chances of actually finishing it in time, because you have to finish the liturgy of the hours, usually by midnight. Like It used to be canonically much stronger. That like Because it's the praying to sanctify the day, the day ends at midnight. So you better be done right. with night prayer before midnight. Now I think it's a little... I, mean, like, I would hope you're sleeping before midnight. That's like really... Yeah, usually that'd be, that'd be a good idea. Um, but no, so the idea is, actually, you can pray matins, uh, now the Office of Readings, you can actually a lot of times anticipate that. So I actually pray night prayer like a little earlier in the evening. And then I pray the next day's office of readings um, like around 7, 8 at night to kind of get ahead of. So, But the idea is it's like your conversion that if you if you do the bulk of the work earlier, it's not, it doesn't feel as bad. Whereas if you just try to put it off and it's like, oh, it's 3 o'clock in the afternoon and I've only said morning prayer today. Like, rut row. And then you're just like, then it's dreading. But that's Mm -hmm. like your conversion too. If, if it's, if, if I'm 45 years old and I, I've only like just ever started, like I've done the bare minimum. Mm -hmm. uh, That's, it seems burdensome to be a saint. But if you do a lot of it and you do it early in life, you do it as soon as you can. Oh, it's not, it's so good. And then the chances for growth are so great. So, um, all that, but this is, this is presence of God Mm -hmm. to, to see like the little thing, like folding my laundry now as, as a reflection of converting now and doing it now. And Lord, I want to be in the Mm -hmm. game right now. Serviam. Right. Boom. So aspirations help with that. But then when we see all these things in God's presence and be aware of how God loves me in these, um, yeah. Yeah. That, that is really, really beautiful. I mean, I have a question. Um, just like side note, I was wondering sometimes like when I throw things like on my bed or like my shoes just to not put them down correctly. Um, I think like a saint doesn't do that. <laughs> um, she, and like I fix it. But is that like a right way to approach that? Um, yeah, I mean, it's good to say, look, we don't want to be too, um, too harsh with ourselves. Right. Right. We don't want to be too. But like, yeah, every little thing we do, like how would Our Lady have just like thrown our lord's sandals down and just like (laughs) whatever um like no it's everything done with love and and this is to do things with love of god to add love of god into our actions is what helps make them actions of saints whereas if we just do it out of a type of of perfectionism um that that i know we talked about that in one of our past podcasts but to, to just do these things with like a type, oh, I, I've got to do this so perfect. Like, mm-hmm. no, no, if I'm doing it because I just think it has to be done perfectly, um, then that's not going to be helpful. But if I keep presence of God, like, sure, it doesn't doesn't take more than a few seconds for me to, you know, put stuff away right. Um, right. I, I use the, um, their shoe trees, are they called? It's the, it's the wooden no cedar thing that, that you put inside your shoe. 
to help dry it out overnight and it helps it keep its form. Okay, what's well, the thing? I've never heard of this. And it makes your shoes uh, last I think, longer. I think I've apparently. seen it before. Yeah. I know what you're talking about. And it, they, they, it only, it, what does it take? It takes like a second to, to, to actually to put in your shoes. Actually put them in there because it helps like dry, dry out your shoes if you've been wearing them all day long and it helps them keep their form so they last longer, right? It's it's right. not about just doing it for the sake of doing it. It's like your shoes will last longer because you're taking care of them. There's a benefit from it, yeah. And it doesn't take that long to do that. But again, it's just like, do you do it out of love of God? Or is it just like, oh, I got to stick those stupid things in my shoes So they right last now. longer. So yeah, they yeah. last longer. Like, no, but like out of love of God, yeah, I'm going to do it. So like you said, like finishing a job and finishing it well, mm-hmm. like that is to do it with love of God, like Serbian, fiat, like uh, boom, right. I'm in. I'm in I, know, I know we've been talking a lot about... Um, like how we like treat like things and do like certain things. But um, I'm like curious like to talk about how we like treat others with presence of God, like um, being aware of like God around us, like in like other people being God's children too. Like my sister's like a child of God. Right. So like, why would I be talking to a King's daughter like that? You know? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Once we, once you get that, like it, that's a game changer with regard to yeah. your relationship with other people. If you start seeing them in God's presence. And um, I know like not like saying snippy comments or like writing like rude emails to maybe like a professor that annoyed you because he did this or that, whatever, whatever. But um, just being able to actually realize that these these people are like God loves them. You and, know? and died for them. And died. Like, am I oh really going to be am I going to be like this to somebody who the love of my life died for? Like, Really? <laughs> Yeah. Is that how I want to treat them? Um, like the Lord loves this person. Why am I going to act like this toward them? Right. So that is, that's awesome. And, and just to, um, to be aware of how we're treating people mm-hmm. and what does that, what does that look like? And, um, so now it's not only presence of God with regard to myself, but when we consider in my own actions, but considering others in the presence of God mm-hmm. is the root for interpersonal charity. Like that's, that's how, how do we, how do we be charitable and patient Right, with, with our with our friends, with our family, with our coworkers, with people that annoy us. How do we and I don't know, I think that like if the goal is is you know, that, that our Lord is acting more and more through us, he must increase and I must decrease. Right. And that we want people to when they encounter us, like it should have been like they met Jesus Christ himself. Well, our our Lord would have considered everyone in, in his own divine presence. Right? He would have right. loved them with that divine love. Yeah. And in his humanity, he could have loved them, aware of the divine love for them as well, like he would have. I'm, I'm reading a, a Christology textbook right now. And so t- to um, to definitely, if, if we start considering other people in that way, that helps us be more Christ-like in how we, how we act toward them. And I mean, ultimately, aren't, aren't we here to like serve others and to serve God and God has served people and he like died for us. Right. So we should be, we should be willing and like to say no to ourselves to serve these other people that God loves. And and we're not going to have the strength to do that unless we see them in that way. Mm -hmm. Unless this person is not a, um, an obstacle to my happiness. Right. But more of like a, something that will sanctify you. Yeah. This person is someone who God loves. Like, and so Mm -hmm. I should love them. And I think about that with, with, you know, even when you get different, um, uh, popular big name people like, but but God died for this person. Like like God himself died for that person. No one's beyond the scope of conversion. Um, what is there? There's a line that you like about evangelization. Um, out of a hundred souls. Oh, I love, yeah. Out of 100 souls, we were interested in 100. Um, bless Guadalupe said that. She stole it from San Jose Maria, but it's all good. Oh, whatever. <laughs> I love Blessed Guadalupe, so. It, um, 
but yeah, that's out of a hundred souls we're interested in a hundred. And that's including um all kinds of different different people in the world. Like, yeah, but God died for that person. God loves that out of a hundred souls we're interested in a hundred. Yeah, it's like not one is lost. Um even the big ones that we think are like mm-hmm. beyond like oh, that person. <laughs> they are beyond help. Like no one's But like it's help. not true. No, it's yeah. Not. It's like it's like God God. God can do all things. And when we consider that in God's presence and them in God's presence, like, and then there's also real pain. And so the, the practice of reparation to really, um, like God died for this person. They're totally rejecting that love. Yeah. Like, and so, so I'm going to offer you a little bit more love Lord for that person who's rejecting your love, who loves you, who you love, you know? And so that, that can also give fire to our reparation. Yeah. There's this prayer. I know that, um, uh, is like in this like holy hour book. It's like, Oh my Jesus, I desire to love you for all those who love you not. Um, that's awesome. Yeah. It's so, it's so, so beautiful, but like, just like hearing that and like remembering it, like not in just holy hour, but, um, throughout the day and like having maybe that as an aspiration, like, I, I don't, yeah, I don't know. I just, I just find it really beautiful. Yeah. The other one, like, um, I think we talked about like love for love, like what, what am I going to give you, Lord? I'm going to give you love for love. Right. And and so anything could be an aspiration. Anything Mm -hmm. could be a helpful thing to bring us back to. It's not like you have to say these aspirations because this is is the rule, like this aspiration and then this aspiration. Like, no, no, but it's anything, anything that brings us back to, to, um, considering God's love for us. And, um, I know like having this presence of God throughout the day, you're, you're supposed to, when you go to pray now, you're not supposed to just think, oh, well, you know, now I'm finally talking to you, God. But if you kept this presence throughout the day, you, re- you really like, like I've noticed too that I was talking to God like maybe like five minutes ago or like in like in like I'm not coming to the chapel or the church for the first time all day like to see God. No, like I had him throughout the whole day already. This now I'm just having a more focused and attentive time to really be with him and like fully, fully be there. But like I've already like, spoken with him all day absolutely presence of god like changes the way that we then go to our times of uh specific times of prayer so you know uh times for mental prayer and the rosary and the holy mass like when we um when we keep presence of god throughout the day then yeah just like you say like it's not like you know it's much harder to to start from scratch it, mm. it's so much harder to just be like okay now i have to start praying like, i mean that comes back so to burdensome what you said earlier about like not praying throughout the whole day like the liturgy of the hours and like avoiding it till the end of the day it's the same thing like not keeping the presence of god throughout the day might make praying harder oh now. yeah it was like oh we're already it's kind of like okay so i have a friend and he definitely doesn't listen although i may send him this <laughs> i i have a friend and i told him um and we we're very honest that like if we ever stop talking for like three or four months, we may not start talking again because the point oh is like, my. I don't want to catch up. Like, I just don't want to like, the, uh, if I haven't talked to you in four or five, six months, like if, cause I feel like if I call friends, I haven't talked to in a while right now, I'm going to be like, okay, well, Corona and shutdown and we did Zoom. It's like, you know, I had to live through it once and I've yeah, had to I tell a couple to. other people about it. Like, I don't want to go through it again. Right. <laughs> I just want to talk to you about what's going on today. Mm-hmm. But that's, that's maybe how it is with our prayer. That's like, Lord, I haven't talked to you oh, in a wow. while. I've never thought about and that. I don't want to have to go through like all the, and the same with confession too. This is why frequent confession is so good. Cause like, look, I can't remember what I had for breakfast. I can, I can remember it at breakfast cause I was seeing breakfast every day, but I can't remember like what I had for <laughs> lunch yesterday. So how, how am I gonna remember what since I committed three months ago? Like right. I have no, but if you go like every week or every two weeks, it's mm-hmm. a lot easier because it's a more manageable amount of time. And if you add in the, the nightly examination of conscience or you're 
regularly going through these things, so you know what to say in confession. We're gonna do a podcast about that one day too. But um, got a lot of got a lot of podcast topics. <laughs> There'll be no one left in podcast land before we get through all these. <laughs> but no, but that's it. So so that our prayer could be so scary if mm-hmm. we try to um, if we try to start from scratch, right? Whereas if we if we really kind of um, allow the daily um, aspirations and different things to help us keep presence of God, then then we're not starting a conversation from so from scratch. We we've right. been there with our Lord all day long. We stayed with Him, and so mm-hmm. now it's just a more focused time with less distractions. It's like someone that you've been texting all day long, finally seeing them in person and talking to them. Right, right. Or yeah. someone you've been texting and calling on the phone. Well, when you see them in person again, it's not. It's not like oh, I have. I don't know. We catch you up. At all. Right. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. We've been we've been in communication all mm-hmm. day long, and some of them are short and quick. Some of them are are prolonged, but still, um, still not as like distant. But then there's yeah. the in person, and that's mm-hmm. that's our times of mental prayer, the in person conversation with God. Right. Um, I have a question. So, what's the importance of making decisions in the presence of God? Yeah. So when we consider something solely in God's presence, it also helps. Like we ask our Lord about it, and um, and then it's not just my decision because. Like, I want to do this. I want to do that. But like, do you want that, Lord? Like, do you, and we shouldn't get overly scrupulous about it. Mm-hmm. Like, but it's like if we consider something in God's presence. Like, okay, like Lord, do you want this? Like, let me let me talk to my father about it. Like, I talk to my father all the time. I I ask him about a lot of things. He's probably the person I ask about the most for advice. Um, and I take some of his advice, and I don't take other, <laughs> but I still ask. Right. And and um it's good to get advice. Mm-hmm. It's good to to kind of crowdsource a little bit and particularly from people we trust. And so I um well we do the all the more shows, so we should do that with our heavenly father. Right. Like do we ask our Lord, like, hey, should I do this? What do you think about mm-hmm. that? Like and to ask and, and to be open to, you know, where the Lord will, will move us. Um and so yeah, we should when we when we consider decisions, yeah, consider them in God's like, is this really something that's befitting a son or a daughter of the king? Is this really, right. should I, is that really going to work out so well? Um, and so, yeah, we consider it in that way. I know um, this is so small, but uh, with my mom, I'll always ask my mom. Well, I used to. I don't as much actually anymore. Um, but uh, I used to always ask her, mom, does this outfit look nice? Like before I left the house all the time, I'd always ask her, mom, does this look nice? And like sometimes she'd roast me and be like, Julia, that's not, not a good outfit there. <laughs> um, or sometimes I would go to leave the house and she'd be like, that doesn't really look that good together and I remember I would get so upset well not like upset like crying but I'd just be annoyed I'd be like oh mom but I always ended up changing my outfit because I was like she knows what she's talking about like if it's not looking nice it's not looking nice and I feel like sometimes like you could go to ask God like you know like is this right like should I be doing this is this is this Right, right, and to consider it in God's presence, and is it consistent? Because that also then it's the consistency throughout the days is consistent with my how how I should be living my life. Yeah, and like maybe sometimes I'll be like grudgingly leaving, and like Ugh, I really don't want to do that. I really want to do it my way, but in reality, like God's will is perfect. It is, and God knows what'll make us happy, right? Yeah, and so um, that definitely. And then when we live out of that, that just that's a game. That's a game changer. Presence mm-hmm. of God is a game changer, like that. Um, that just it it definitely is a um it just makes it it it, it helps make the saints because it's now it's not something strange or weird it's not something burdensome right it's just easy and light and and so lovable so Mm -hmm. oh what a cool what a cool topic to consider what what a great i mean this is um and so doable right this is one Mm -hmm. of the cool things i love like this is doable 
Yeah, and you can you can start like with one aspiration, maybe like and like something so small. And if you forget it, like you know, like God still loves you. You can just go back to that and like just like you know, say like, oh God, I'm sorry, I forgot you this morning, but like I I'm here. Here I am now. Yeah, (laughs) I'm here now. Let's start now. I'm I'm here to do your will, you know, and just to like restart, like Nunchepi, just do do it again, start over, you know. Um, Yeah, it's just something so beautiful. Even if you lose it, like just it's okay. Yeah, you just start again. So awesome. Well, um, yeah, this has been a, a cool thing, and it's something that's practical, so we can we can try to consider it and see how do we, um, how can we live this, and how, how do we uh, actually put it into practice in the midst of our lives. So cool. Well, we are well on our way in podcasting. We're we're almost old veterans at this. Right. We're, we're gonna be super cool. We know where this. our microphones go. I I think <laughs> this has been go. recording. Maybe. I really <laughs> hope so. If not, uh, then we're, we're definitely not. It, so no one will ever know about presence of God <laughs> if this hasn't been working. Um, no, but this is um, this is a lot of fun. I, yeah, I'm so yeah, excited for really, what this really podcast cool. can be. Um, I actually just directed someone else to the one of our old podcasts. I'm like, you know who can explain this better than me right now? Me and Julia. <laughs> and so you should listen to that podcast. So anyway, um, what a joy, and let's um, let's see how this goes. So uh, from here at St. Francis, I'm Father Casey. I'm Julia, and God bless.